All right. Is that a McDonald's? No. We are here firmly and safely and securely in the U92 studios. Uh, but that was quite accurate. I felt like uh, I mean, as a door dasher, I was getting some flashback there. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little scary. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah that's that was some nice McDonald's sound effects bringing you in today's episode. Very final special episode. Studio episode. Yes, final in studio episode. I guess this is our little uh, makeshift intro here. But mm. I am your lovely host Joel Butcher, alongside your other lovely host Jonathan Hampton, and producer, who is also lovely, executive Declan producer, executive senior producer. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a resume, yeah. dude. He already he's already an executive producer. <laughs> like, dude, he climbed up that corporate it was ladder, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, I, I, so I'll never forget that first day he came in here when he was just a little producer, just yeah. really didn't know what he was doing. We had to show him the ropes, and look mm. at him now. Dude. Look at this guy now, he's executive he's, producer. He's now. executive producer of Solving the World with Jonathan Hampton and Joel Butcher. This is episode nine of this Crazy. great podcast that you listen to every free second you have. Uh, well, boys, it's coming. If you want to know anything in this world, you are at least. You are mm. listening to this. Um, this is the last episode in the studio. In studio, for sure. We got graduation, everything, big time. It's, it, it, I'm going to go out on a limb knowing the way we are. It's probably going to be a little bit before episode 10. I bet you episode uh, 10's in July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd um, say that's a pretty yeah, good over under. So I, I would I would say that this is also Joel's last episode as a WVU student. Yes. Oh. Well, also technically, who knows cuz I technically graduate it's, in August. But Oh, really? Yeah, I technically graduate in August. Oh, so you're I'm walking in May. Yeah, walking. Or I'm walking, okay. you know, and well, here in a couple days. Where is the graduation at? Uh, I'm pretty sure mine's at the Coliseum. That's cool. I'll have to That's double really check, sick. but since it rains here all the time, they can't have it at Milan Pusker. Right. No. I mean, that'd be sweet. Dude, honestly, I think it'd be kind of cool to have it at the the Mon. The Mon. I mean, just because like where it uh, like center you field. You just do it on the field. Oh, like. you're talking about the baseball stadium. The oh Mon. yeah. Yeah, the river. Mon County <laughs> Ballpark. <laughs> like, you could have it. would be cool. Yeah. Floating stage. Yeah, you could yeah. have it on a floating stage. You know, Gee's like, all right, everyone. <laughs> There you go, Joel. Ahoy, me, me, take. Yeah, Joel Butcher. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a instead of a bow tie, he's wearing like uh, he's <laughs> a wearing, captain's hat. He's wearing like the Captain Jack <laughs> bandana with like the coin hanging. What down. shall we do? What a drunken sailor. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Bo- boat themed graduation <laughs> for a school that has like no connection. To boat. Yeah, so yeah. I was thinking this year for graduation we do something naval. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I want Gordon Gee dressed in a little sailor hat. I want a ditty across the stage. <laughs> I, like that, I like that you were doing that. Or Jonathan, the, what do you do with a drunken sailor? I want, I want him, like, five of them. I, I, feel, want like them he, I feel like, like he's Popeye. I feel like he's listened to that song a few times in his life. Like, you know, I was back at he home. Sang and he sang it. He wrote was, it. I interviewed him. I was born in Morgantown, and we I should have got him on the pod. We could have totally gotten him on the podcast. Dude, I know he's a fan. He's got to be. Yeah, he has to be a fan. I think it. he would enjoy this pod. You know, I enjoy student media. And, you know, <laughs> it's great to hear you children, you know, making pretty good right there. content for you. Children. So, you know. <laughs> I don't have children. I just remember, like, for a little bit, he might... St- <laughs> hey, children. Hello there. I don't have right. children. Hey, hey chef. chef. Goodbye, How's children. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, bad. Bad. Why bad? Oh, what episode is that again? Like every episode yeah, yeah. in the first four <laughs> seasons. Bad. Why, children? Why, children? Kenny's, Kenny's dog. What is sex? Oh, children, <laughs> that's a question you should ask your parents. <laughs> I'm going to make love to <laughs> your woman. 
Little, Lay uh, you down by the fire. Little uh, ear rape there, as the kids would say. Right? It again, it's, again, John. Again, that. that's not fantastic. What is that? Four uh, you have my little clap mark. We didn't even get four minutes. Oh come on, that's fine. All right, fine. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. It's, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's referring to a an audio. Explosion, this is how so it works speak. when we figure out what we're cutting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just go. Well, behind right, the scenes yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cut if you want. I don't no, care. We're keeping it. Well, okay, all staying in the podcast. All right. If you are okay, I'll tell you what. If you are offended by that line, just know this conversation happened, and here's the evidence. Yeah, so yeah. we we were gonna cut it out. We're yeah. gonna keep it in. So if if that makes you sad, uh, sorry. Viewer discretion <laughs> is it? Well, listener discretion yeah, is definitely. advised. So, so. Th- there you go. We had a second thought that we decided to. Push on past it. All right, let's. All right, Joel. We could dive uh, into our topics here. Okay. I just would also say, well, the way it's going now, I think this, you know, will probably have no problem being a normal length episode. But if this is like, this has the possibility of being a little shorter just because, you know, like we said, we, we don't have really have a typical topic. This is probably going to be a little different from a normal episode. General discussion. <laughs> this is more Finale? just a holding court. Shooting the shit type season, of deal. Season one. Oh, you're gonna have to cut that out. You said shit. No, we can say mm-hmm. bad words, just not the ones that the media says you can't say anymore. Okay. Well, Joel, they cancel us. Well, Joel, I have a question the for media. you. We are the media. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I am the media. You Little are media. the media. I am the media. You are FCC. I Joel. am the media. Damn it. FCC <laughs> butcher. Well, Joel, I have one final question oh. for you oh. this semester. That I must ask because I want to know what's going on in the world. I don't know what's going on in the world. So, Joel, what's popping? That's a little. That's a little diddle. That is their "What's Popping" theme song, written and recorded right now, produced by Declan Condon. First thing, literally. But the first thing I have here up on the docket, very pretty big one actually. When I heard. But Jerry Springer, famed uh, television host, uh, stand-up comedian, uh, died. Uh, judge. 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 He was a judge. Absolutely. Scumbag. <laughs> well, portrayer of the scumbags, yes. Yeah. Encourager of the scumbags. Of the, yeah, yeah. Betrayer of the scumbags. Is he really that bad just for putting them on TV and letting, yes. them, letting them rip? Definitely he's kind of yeah. using them for <laughs> he's not his... Good. not good. He's using he's them. Jackass. He's using them for their his personal gain. But it's kind of like with Dr. Phil. Well, I'm going to send you to Utah, <laughs> and you're going to be healthy. I like Dr. Phil, though. I'm a therapist, but you need to shut the hell up. Yeah. He doesn't technically have any, like, uh, legal certification. To I mean, he's... Uh, yeah. yeah. What is he? Like, what is his, what are his qualifications? He doesn't have a qualification. He's, he's, he he just have a pretends to be. I think he, like, has, a, like, a... Bachelors, or you know, <laughs> but he might him, have a doctorate. They call him Doctor Phil. Yeah, it's it's a scam, and he's like a multi 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 million. Right? Correct. Yeah, fact yeah, check me, but I'm pretty doctor. sure this is Phil. We don't want Doctor Phil people coming. A after real us. doctor. Yeah, dude. This I, I listen to Doctor. Uh, I sound like Nick. Doctor McGraw earned a doctoral <laughs> degree in sound. clinical psychology from the University of North Texas, followed by a postdoctoral fellowship in forensic psychology from the Wilmington Institute. But that's from PBS, who. You know, they probably bow down to Dr. Phil. Call North Texas live on air. Ask them <laughs> to pull the Hello, record. this is North Texas University. <laughs> How may I help you? Hi, does Dr. Phil have a, 
Oh, okay, okay. So here you are technically right here. This, this according yeah. to Wikipedia. So I'm, I'm saying all the sources here. That's but, a good source. Uh, yeah. It says uh, he holds a doctorate in clinical psychology. So that we we knew. But okay. then, though he ceased renewing his license to practice psychology in 2006. Thank you. So, so he's not legally certified as yes, of right now. You are correct in that. That is, I mean, it's not that surprising. But when you hear it, it's like, well, okay. Well, so we're just kind of being so, blatant about so it. So he's now. a quack. He's yeah, a quack. No, I mean. I'm here to help you, but you need to tell these millions of people on TV every single thing that's wrong with you. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like Mr. Mackey, okay. You'll need to get help. Bro, but that girl, like, he had the, the dope, like, the catch me outside girl. Yeah, She's, dude. like, a, a multi-millionaire now. Catch me outside. I mean, how, used, about uh, how about that? She used that, that show. She's honestly, like, kind of. I don't want to call her a genius, kinda but, like, smart. she saw the show for what it is. Exactly. It's like, listen, I'm going to go on here and act a fool, and people aren't going to care she was like, "Oh, like about I like totally my, milk yeah. the f- the hell out of." Well, this. it's like a it's a marketing ge- marketing genius. Definitely. Well, yeah. it's like uh, I was listening to Macrodosing and they were talking about George Santos. Well, they had him on, but then dude, I the, love that. That was, was a so crazy good, good interview. Yeah. I highly recommend that. But it was just, uh, but then George the Santos. one after they had Andrews, uh, Andrew, no, they had Andrew Schultz Andrew on. Schultz, I'm not a fan he, of him. He was talking. Yeah, he's. I mean. He's a little out there sometimes, I think. But what are you saying? He, he's a. I think he can. He has intelligent jokes and mm. stuff. But uh, he was saying how like uh, George Santos realized that the currency is not in like the struggle of the people. It's like your struggle and like being getting people to buy into like your struggle. And I feel like that's what she kind of did. She's like, I am not here to like gain your sympathy or whatever. I'm here to like act crazy and like get eyes on me yeah. and like make. Your audience, mine, and I'm like, sure, a, I'm sure she said it in correct English yeah. too. No, yeah. Yeah. she said exactly like that. She's like, well, here um, I am here, Doctor Phil McGraw. So here's my business plan. Here's my business plan based out in these seven are my people. Steps. <laughs> Step one: Dr. I will Phil. be, I will be utilizing the show, Doctor Phil, to further my platform. And now you can speak to my lawyer, Joe Buck. But Jerry, well, you see, uh, <laughs> uh, Danielle, whatever her name is, uh, here trying to become the next celebrity. <laughs> and uh, the pass is caught for the first down. <laughs> but you have to wonder if she will, in fact, become the next great Bag f- is rapper. caught. <laughs> and bag is caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. No Bad baby. <laughs> no flags. No taxes. All on the books. That's cash, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's get this bread here. With 5.06 left to go in the first. Oh, I don't know, Jim. I think that's going to be an audit. (laughs) (laughs) Did he pay his taxes on time? (laughs) No, we missed it. It's not postmarked. It's not postmarked by the day, Jim. (laughs) He's going to have to file for an extension, Jim. (laughs) Well, here's a guy who always pays his taxes on time, you know. Now, here's a guy. And I, I I like to remember that this started from talking about the death of Jerry Springer. Yes, mm-hmm. we yes. got into Joe Buck representing Danielle. <laughs> I think you Br- see your Br- honor, Brigoli or Br- it's something, something Italian. Something Italian. Something right. Italian. Oh, that's uh, flipping uh, Italian. Uh, so yeah, that's all in this uh, press release from People. All that information we yeah. just said, you can go read that. Wait, so Jerry Springer was a guy who was like, you are. Not the father. No, that's Maury. That's Maury Polish. I think yeah, he did do a little You Are Not the he, Father stuff, he though. He, I think, started it, but it wasn't, like, his main thing. When it comes to three-year-old John. He was just a comedian that was having, like, these crazy people on his show and then saying, here they are for the world. So he, like, did stand-up? Yeah, he was, he's a stand-up. So he's like, uh... What is it with people not taking care of their kids lately? Like, is that, is that what he... Like, what, that was his stand-up? Or, like, see... 
I'm just I'm a, I know he do, did do stand up. I'm just I want to confirm what is a stand up. That's all time. Maybe he's not a stand up, but I know he was like a comedian. Like that's primarily what he was. Hmm. Interesting. But yes, uh, says Springer's longtime publicist Linda Schaffron and family friend slash spokesperson Gene Galvin confirmed to People that a private ceremony was held on Sunday in the suburb of Chicago. Uh, I mean, death is sad. Died on April twenty seventh. No. You don't. You don't. Oh my, come on, dude. Death is not. That's a sad. Death is sad. It is come sad. on. No, death is sad. Yes, I'm he did saying, some unethical like, things on TV. But. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, it sucks for like his family. That's of course. It. But I don't feel bad for him. You're telling me you never had some good memories watching Jerry Springer on TV as a kid? No, I don't really remember watching Jerry. Like Springer. staying home from school and I you're didn't just really, I, didn't really watch I mean, that's I like the cliche. I don't but think like I, I remember doing that. You know what I used to come home watch school? What? Uh, uh, Ellen. <laughs> Oh yeah, me too. My mom. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Oh okay. Ellen and Dr. My mom loves Ellen. No, I had to think for a second. I don't like Ellen anymore. She's running. Yeah, well, I I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with her back in the day, but once all that stuff has come out, and I'm like, and like just the way like when I when I heard about that stuff, and then like you kind of see how she moves and like. In other interviews, when like she's not on her show and like yeah. other interactions, I'm like, you eh, can just you can kind of tell. Like, kinda, yeah, definitely. You I like can little, see that. Little Larry David here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about her. <laughs> I was listening. Uh, not good. There was this comedian. <laughs> she was talking about she used to uh, work on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and she her job was she was a PA, and she her main job was just to keep eyes on Larry David, like so just <laughs> if they need him for anything. Like literally, that was her job. Like. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> but, and, like, go get him and tell him when, like, he's supposed to be on set and everything. And he said, she said that, like, he would just never say a word. Like, she would always, like, say, like, oh, how's your day going? Like, how you doing? Just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a that set. Doesn't, that, that doesn't, doesn't, shock doesn't really shock me at all. And shock that's me. not, I don't think that's, like, a, like, he's a douche for that. Like, I think that's just he's keeping his mind on it. He d- th- there's so many of these people, but, like, that's just the thing that's, like. Yeah. Uh, you gotta I mean, be, maybe he is, but also be, you got to see where he's coming from as well. You like, should be respectful, though. Like, if someone says how you doing, just say good. You yeah. don't have to like yeah. talk. You don't have to like talk about. Yeah, their completely wife. ignoring someone is weird. That's rude. Yeah, like, I, just, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't weird. care it's who. Not like you, but rude. It's just like weird. It's just like wow, do. you're you're really just refusing to yeah, have this interaction right now. Yeah. Like, just like say good. You don't even have to say like. Well, today I woke up at 9 a.m. Like, you don't have to, like, go on. Like, just say good, you know, how are you, and that's it. Yeah, but I I also, like, looking at it from his perspective where it's, like, just the different people he's ran into and even, like, production assistants, I'm sure, like, people that are trying to get something out of him. And he's, like, man, at this point, I don't care who you are, what your motive is. Like, I'm just focused on the set. He's done his dues. Yeah. He's done his That's Yeah, that's kind of where I'm getting. Like, he's paid his dues. He doesn't need to... Like he had the most successful TV show of yeah. all time. It doesn't like give you an excuse to be a dick, like in all situations, but it's something like that. Like I, I can, I, I kind of get yeah, it. I can I understand like not wanting people to take advantage of you, but if someone's just saying, "How are you doing?" Yeah, no, just that's say good. That's <laughs> like that's what she was saying. Like that's just crazy. Like uh, you at least say good, then maybe end it at that. That's just Larry David, I think, for you. Like I don't know. Um, what else do we have on the doc? We have we Tony Math is entering the portal. Uh, I mean, I didn't hear a, about this. I gotta be honest. I just had heard about it. I figured it was kind of coming. I, this, it's I guess not really huge news, but it's some. I mean, that's some a, pertinent WVU news. So. Well, it's a big deal because I mean the running back room is full at WVU. Yeah. I mean, I, it's I, it's full. Yeah. I mean, there were no real questions. It was gonna be CJ. I think. Uh, I mean, he already switched to four. That cleaner looking number. Basically, so. um, like the Derrick Henry of WVU. Like he he, yeah, he has like just, his size. 
Yeah, um, he's just a giant. He's six one two forty, I think. Oh yeah, like the t- he's tight end tra- uh, conversion, right? Like he. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that we size. I think we recruited yeah. him to play tight end. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so there you go. Rest, rest in peace, Tony Mathis. Four fifth year, four. I think that's, he would have been a fifth year. Tony Mathis is gone. I mean, obviously we don't know where yet. But shot in the dark. Where do you think he goes? Kentucky. Kentucky. All right, we'll write that one I, down. I don't think he, uh, no way he stays power five. He's like Oscar Shibway. Goes to <laughs> West Virginia. To I I don't know. It's gonna be some school like. It's kind of futile to guess. Like I don't like. I, I don't want to like shit on the guy and say like, oh, it's gonna be some no name. But like, he that we're W. We're already like one of the lower schools in terms of Power Five. And as of right was, now, yeah, he was as of right now. Before we go on to win five national championships with Ren Baker, uh, and uh, Neil Brown, uh, of course. But then, um, oh, what was I saying? Dude, imagine like. Yeah, Neil he was Brown, already like Neil Brown is from Kentucky. Like sharing playing time here, so that's kind of why I'm saying like I think if he's gonna go somewhere where, her, where he'll start, like it's gonna be somewhere. Anything like something like, like the Northern Ameri- Illinois or uh, New Mexico uh, State. I'm thinking he's going south. Like I have no evidence to prove this at all, but I think he's gonna go to like one, like maybe like a Rice or like a yeah, TSA. Like yeah. yeah, like I don't like know. something low D1, and like that could be good for him. Like with all these different leagues Didn't coming out JT now. JT Daniels go to Rice. Yeah. Yeah, that huh. might be why. It might have been a what do you call it there? But um, the little reunion, little what's yeah. that associate Freudian like, slip? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Freudian slip, something like that. But so, um, yeah. so Tony Mathis gone. C.J. Johnson is the man in the Mountaineer backfield. What yeah, else? What it. else do we have on there? We're talking the. I'm sure draft means NFL draft. Yes, yes. the NFL draft. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, the the national draft that we are now entering. Actually, uh, Jonathan, you have been drafted. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Congratulations, with Jonathan with Hamilton, <laughs> in the World War III draft. America, da, 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 United da, States, selects no. Joel Butcher. What if it? What if it was like that? Where like all the countries are on the board, and like everybody in the world is now like one group, and it's like <laughs> yeah. Russia selects Jonathan Hamilton. <laughs> this is an interesting like, no, selection like, here for Russia. <laughs> you know, you get a guy, not a big guy, five nine, hundred ninety pounds, but you know, a guy that can really. Make the plays on the battlefield. I like this pick for Russia. Uh, I'm surprised. It's a bit of a reach. I'm, I thought I like they'd take him later. For Russia. I like um, this pick that he can also entertain them with his vocal singing. Vocal singing. And then you have like, As like Mel Kuyper. Yeah, no, exactly. I've been watching this guy for years. Yeah, he's a perfect pick for Russia. I love this guy for Russia. He, I mean, you look at his intangibles. You look at the tape. You know, he, he's aggressive. He's fierce. <laughs> yeah. And you got Joel Butcher going to like Portugal at like six. Oh. <laughs> with Portugal the six pick Portugal in would be the dope. 2023 <laughs> World War Three draft, <laughs> the country of Portugal, I don't know their official name, selects yeah, you got it. Joel Butcher, <sighs> left sniper, <laughs> United <laughs> States. Well, you know, it's just been an honor, you know, growing up, you know, in the U.S. system yeah. and everything. And, you know, learning from a great left sniper like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, of course, just, Joel used to be a right sniper. But then after his four years with ROTC, switched <laughs> to left. And uh, that was partly because of his, of his uh, what's his word? Oh, my God. It's his, idol, his idol. His idol. His idol who played left sniper. So he switches to left <laughs> sniper. Of course, you know. You know, I always grew up right sniper. You know, I just gave 100%. But then, you know, I just, whenever I was like a little kid, I just always looked up to, you know, <laughs> left sniper. So, like, it was just, the transition was kind of easy. Kind of always saw myself doing that anyway. It's just, I'm just happy to be fired for Portugal. I'm ready to get this war underway, ready to get things going. You have to wonder the defensive setup that the U.S., uh, that Portugal will be using now with Butcher <laughs> at left sniper. 
Uh, maybe a four-four-three <laughs> setup. You look at size. Now. You've got the tankers. It's going to be hard to cover. You've got the tankers in the front, and then you've got, of course, Butcher at left sniper there. That will probably be your best on your defensive set. Now you have to <laughs> wonder who's going to be in the center for this Portugal army, uh, but. I love like the just like the announcer cliches for something like this. Like, now, you, now you're gonna want to have to wonder who's gonna be the most powerful on artillery. You're gonna need somebody strong, somebody smart. Well, you know you have your tankers in the front. Obviously, great, great control of those vehicles. You know you have to wonder what will happen there. Kind of a fullback type of mentality, maybe a center type of guy, a guy that you know he can take on the responsibility, but he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you've got the the machiners in the back, of course. Um, <laughs> more like the skill position, you know. They're yeah. kind of kept safe. You know, they get all the glory. They get to go home, see their family. Oh, well, they score the points, right? Yeah, they <laughs> score the points. We got Aaron Andrews on the battlefield. Oh my God, have you seen that? I'm down call? here with coat. I'm down here with General Bill Belichick. <laughs> And it looks like we are underway here, folks. <laughs> We're going to take it back into the booth. Well, uh, here we are up in the barracks. Uh. <laughs> this is really not independently our idea. I'm not realizing. You sent me the like Joe Buck calling like the the Pearl Harbor, which yeah. I don't want to get into that. That's an actual. Yeah, well, that's a real wait, tragedy that's that we're putting thing. a name to. <laughs> we're just talking general war. That's still funny to talk about. So. War <laughs> is uh, we're pro war. SGW pro war. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Cut. All right, cut that. moving, cut that. moving on. Okay. We're not anti-war. But we're not pro war. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot, the Canadian guy. Gordon Geeg. No, Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot. If you could read my mind. That you, song. I actually don't know a ton about Gordon Lightfoot. I mean, I, I know he wrote the the the. Dun 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 what's that song? The it's like it's like a sea shanty kind of thing. There once was a. The wreck of the Edmund Hillary. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The wreck of the Edmund Hillary. Yeah, it's like it's like a what do you call it? Like a sea shanty kind of thing. Yeah, nineteen thirty-eight to twenty twenty-three. Wow. God damn. That's dude. an old man. From Ari Aurelia That's Aria, Aurelia, Canada. Oh, died in Canada too. That's kinda nice. That's good. I was like seeing that. I was hate looking up like when celebrities die and it's like Aurelia. Tulsa, Oklahoma died. Beverly Hills, California. The one to me too is like someone always California. It's always in Beverly Hills. Yep. I know, like, this is, like, that's, like, what the person made their livelihood and, like, you know, they were, like, a superstar. But whenever it's, like, someone born in another country and then it's, like, died in Los Angeles yeah, or, like, yeah. died it's in New It's always York, how it is. It's, like, ah, like, that would have been nice if you could have, like, died. been in your home country. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe God, you, die again, dude. Get yeah, it right next time. Really. Maybe you, your death sucks. Maybe you left for a reason. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can it Yeah. L-death, bro. L-death. <laughs> L-death. <laughs> Respawn. I'm going to give that a soft one. Soft oh one. Canada, you stand on guard for the. Yes, R.I.P. Gordon Lightfoot. What is If you could read my mind, Carefree Highway. If you could Rainy read your mind, one of the best songs of all time. Ever written. It's a banger. Yeah. He's mainly as known as like a songwriter, right? I mean, he performer as well, but he wrote a lot of songs too. No? Yeah, he was good with the pen. Yeah, definitely. That's that's crazy. Go with the sauce. So. All jokes aside, rest in peace, Gordon yes. Lightfoot. Rest All, in peace, you know, prayers to your family. Rest you in know. peace, everybody. Yeah. George Springer, uh, Tony Mathis, I guess, see ya. Uh, um, not rest in peace, but uh, your time is a mountaineer. Rest in peace. Right. Uh, oh, just a great guy. Close, nice guy. Just to close the door on the on the draft, are you happy with the Steelers? Are you happy with the Pats, what they did? You know. Oh, yeah, we never really got yeah, to talking about the draft, but uh, That's my guy. I was, dude, so happy with the Steelers. Joey Porter Jr., 
uh, Broderick Jones. Level. I forget who he took after that. That was really good too. One that I liked, uh, but not important. But the biggest one for me was seeing one of my childhood buddies, Brenton Strange, go to your Jaguars. That's right. Uh, Joel and I will have a connection now. Yeah. Pick uh, number sixty-one. I like the Jags shout out. took a tight end in the third round. Uh, Brenton Strange, right? Second round. Second round. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sixty. Sixty-one overall. Yeah. So close Get to almost. Right. Yeah. So he uh, went to Penn State. Uh, tight end. Jaguars need another tight end, so that's a solid pick. Great blocking um, tight end. Well, we definitely need a blocking tight end because yeah. um, Ingram's a catching tight end. Well, because so. Brent really, he has the best of both worlds, I think, in terms of like the modern tight end because he grew up playing like running back, wide receiver, basketball, like other sport. Like so, he's just been a very athletic person. Like mm. basketball, like he was always like he could dunk in eighth grade. He was always wow. good at getting rebounds. Uh, dude, the Brenton Strange drop step, <laughs> unstoppable. Or no, Uh-oh. no, the, I think not the drop step. What's that called? Where like, you had. I'm not a very basketball, uh, educated person, but it's like you had the ball and then you bring it over your head, kind of, and then you stomp, like, like uh, you slam it kind of down to do like a hard dribble, oh like God. a gather step, kind of. There's a name for it, but I just can't think. Jab of step. What, jab step. Yep. The Brenton Strange jab step. Was unbelievable right, for you like options, four years. Dribble, shoot, or pass. Well, you, know? you have one option: get scored on because Brent's six three and everybody else is like five ten, <laughs> and he was a grown man. Yeah, I mean that's that's good for him. The but yeah, then he like goes to Penn State, puts on like forty pounds of muscle, becomes an insane blocker. I mean, he was always a good blocker, but like, did he grow up a Steelers fan? Uh, he never really like had a big team. Like he was. Never really, like, he was definitely into sports, obviously, mm. but, like, never really, like, had, like, a team or, like, a guy. Maybe, like, he had some favorite players, I'm sure, but mm. I don't know. I never really knew him to have a team. I think his, his dad, or stepdad that I knew uh, was a big Patriots fan. Oh, okay. I know that, but I don't I don't know if he had a, I think he kind of liked UNC for college, but. Sure. Ohio sure. State for a little while, but he also liked WU until they didn't recruit him, which, I mean, Ugh. can you, I mean, yeah, 61st draft pick and you didn't even they didn't even recruit him like at all or th- they wanted him to play uh or they wanted him to re- i mean he got to go to penn they wanted him to, to be a preferred walk-on he, g- he got to be a yeah. go to penn state though. yeah that's no that's badass. what i'm saying he got he got something better out of it for yeah. sure like oh, he yeah. would have been wasted here probably yeah i mean if <laughs> if i had the choice to play football at penn state or wbu yeah I, mean, no I, don't, offense, I don't think it's close but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah dude coming out to uh enter s- no that's not them though. what do they do what songs theirs again? Or Penn State? I'm blanking. It's not Enter Sandman. That's VA Tech, but VA Tech is that It's VA Tech. I just say Virginia Tech. Oh, okay. I don't really say. Um, what's the song? Uh, uh, but with the whiteout, they do it. Oh, I know. Uh, I know oh, they do. Oh, 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 um, why uh, am I blanking on this, dude? We uh, are Penn State. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's like Kerncraft 400. Yeah, yeah. 4, the, bru- the Bruins 4, song. Oh, uh oh. Oh, yeah. that's something we haven't even. Well, we didn't touch on the. Oh, but yeah, congratulations, Brenton Strange. Congratulations, Brenton Strange. Quickly talk about the past. Yes. Just say were you happy? I don't know. Um, yeah, I was happy. I like Christian Gonzalez. I like Keon White. Um, we got a punter, Bryce Berenger, who's like the best punter. In punters are people too. Yeah, Love seeing punters best, get drafted. Best punter in the statistically in college, and then we got a kicker from Maryland. I forget his name. Look at you guys and your special teams. Amir Speed. We just need a long snapper drafted now. Sixth mm-hmm. round, bro. Oh, that. Uh, I think we got Kayshawn Boot. Oh. 
Uh, I don't know much about him, but everyone else I'm happy with. And then, yeah, the Boston Bruins uh, broke my heart. That was brutal. Absolutely ripped my heart out of my chest and started stomping on it the other night. When when we made the change from Ulmark to Swayman, I was like, okay, like this is going to be like a really good move for us for like momentum and like, you know, we'll get the team going. I mean, you have the best goalie tandem in, in hockey. Dude, that. Oh, my God. Him in overtime? What was the, Who was the guy played in overtime? Swayman. Swayman, yeah, dude. Yeah, Swayman he, played the whole game. He had like four or five saves or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I just say that I was only those, I only turned it those on. Those last time. those last ten minutes of that game were like the most stress inducing time. Like 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 ten Dude, minutes of any game ever. And like, then with fifty nine seconds left. Yeah, yeah, and then like of course they just get the puck right in front of the net at the time. It, it was even more heartbreaking was when we were up and there was like two minutes left and everybody in the garden started to cheer. And was like, oh, like started getting hyped. Smell it. That was yeah. the thing you too, can smell dude. It in Boston, it's like, how? Oh, my oh God. and then I text my dad because he's a big Bruins fan. I'm like, Florida's winning this in overtime. And then uh, he texts me, dude. He's like, I hope Florida wins the whole thing now. They should. I, I like Florida. I, yeah, I and hope other, they win it all. I would root for Florida in pretty much every other case. I just, you know, I still have a soft spot for the Bruins. Yeah, so. no, I hope they win it all. The, yeah. like, what's his name? Tuchuk is nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Cousins is nasty. How about Sergey Bobrovsky? Yeah, dude. Bobrovsky is nasty. Like their offense, like that front. Or like well, Kachuk's one how of the best is players like in the NHL. It's yeah, like a front Kachuk. three in hockey. Is that how that? Is? Yeah, you've got your yeah, you've got your front yeah, three. Front and your two three. Their front three, or front three was like in especially because like I said, call them really, your forwards. Yeah, your forwards. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, learn hockey it, as we go, dude. But it sucks now because they were just like, unreal, dude. Yep. Bergeron's gonna leave, and like I don't know if we have any Boston fans. Krejci, but like Krejci's gone. Like Krejci's thirty-seven years old. Dude, the world is our audience. Of course, we have some Boston yeah, fans, true, brother. True. Um, someone else is gone next year. Marshan maybe, but I mean we got Pasternak not too long deal and uh, Charlie Coyle mm, and I mean, all them. They're still a pretty solid team. I no, mean, yeah, definitely. But it's just disappointing. This was, this was the year. If it weren't yeah. f- if it weren't for the Tampa choke in 2018, this would be like the worst playoff loss well, of all time. Yeah, yeah. I will say uh, a loss like that, as bad as it is, I think for the future of your team, like stuff like that, like is almost like the best possible thing that can happen right. because now you're gonna come back like all those guys gonna remember be like, yeah, remember how freaking good we thought we were last year. And we still lost first round, so like we need to buckle down, take this shit seriously, like stuff like I that. Mean, I mean, whole, it's going to be hard to rebuild. The whole President Cup thing for me was like when we won the President's Cup, because you know I'm a hockey fan. I've known hockey my whole life, so like I know like I was just say I didn't really know you were I like know, I, I knew know. you were a fan, but I didn't know you were into hockey. No, if you're like if you're well, from I've the Boston, my whole life, if you're from yeah. the Boston area, you know hockey. Yeah, you're so, a hockey fan. Yeah, I so, wish, dude. I wish we had more hockey where I was from. Um. I did, dude. It was just like when we won the president's trophy. I was like, ah, like, I love the honor, but I don't want it. It's like, mm. it's it's a curse. I it's mean, a curse what is the president's sure. trophy? It's the best team in the league. Uh, for the most season. points, most points. But every uh, team that's won it has been bumped in the first round. Besides Ex- the Blackhawks, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Wow, who, who beat the who beat, beat the Bruins? Up, beat the Bruins. That is wild. And I remember, and I remember. Uh, I've never been like scared of my older brother. Like he's never like, but when the Bruins lost to the uh, Blackhawks, I was like scared of my older brother. Like he was so upset. Like, cause like that was it. Like, even do. my mom, my mom was like, "This is the year." But anyways, that's Bruins talk. It, uh, just so upsetting. I'm excited for the NHL uh, playoffs to continue. I love the playoffs. Oh, I watched Kraken Stars. Last yeah, night. that's I a guess, heck of a game. Dude. I guess we should Maddie say for, for those that went to my don't like, know, rivaling high school, he's nasty. Yeah, for those unaware, the game. Between the Bruins and the Panthers, tied game seven, overtime, Panthers pull it out. I mean, I'm sure that's pretty obvious, but like Bruins, Bruins had the sure. lead, yeah, in the series three to one, and they had a three to two lead in game yeah. seven in regulation with 59 seconds 52, left, yeah. and then what's his name scored? Oh my god, 
Uh, it wasn't to Chuck. It was the other guy that's cousin. No, oh, it's, it's some. It's like you know European name, like you know, like Swedish or something. Yeah, because I was about um, to text you and be like, "Congratulations on your win, brother!" Because you were saying uh, how it was tied uh, earlier, and then I checked. Well, that's when I you did well, it. Dude. Well, because I was like, "Let me check the score just to see <laughs> if it's over." And then I was like, "Oh my god, it's tied going into overtime!" And I was yeah. like, "I got to turn this on." We were just like. Like I said, like none of my friends are really like big hockey fans. I'm not like the right. biggest. Like I try to pay attention and stuff, but watch the playoffs. Just, you watch the no. Playoffs. I, I've been Dude, watching. I've been watching a lot of these games. I was like on my hands yeah. and knees, like this. No, I was I was glued. I was like, because hockey, like especially that moment, you just know, like hockey. The the players already try a little bit harder than at other sports, seemingly. Definitely. Like, when you watch it, uh, but like especially a moment like that, like you know. Okay, the Bruins especially, but then also, I mean, the Panthers—they're trying to win. This is this is the season, but like just but yeah. watching the Bruins and knowing like <sighs> everything is right here. Everything is your on the great line, season. Dude. You're in your home. Uh, you're in your home stadium. This is Game Seven. This is it. And then it puts so much pressure on like the Celtics. Well, like now, but like the Celtics have to win. Yeah, uh, and then they that's the city of Boston, baby. And they choke too. Yeah, they choke last night against the Sixers, who they yeah. have the most. I don't know if you saw, but on part of my take, oh. there's a quote from part of my take, and Hank was like, "It's just it, no one knows how hard it is to be a Boston sports fan." And then PFT was like, "Shut the fuck up, Hank." <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, like, dude, like you expect so. No, much. I kind of get it. You expect so much, and then you get to the you get to the area where you're like, ah, like this is it. We're gonna do it again. Well. And then, all your sports teams are very prominent, so they yeah. all have an expectation. Like definitely. Pittsburgh, the Steelers and the Penguins, I would say, definitely have an expectation. Yeah. But like the Pirates, Pirates not, are they're good this year. No, they're good now. Year, yeah. But like, it's also because of their expectation. Like no one expected much. So now that they're actually winning games, right. playing well, historically they're pretty good. Yeah. actually, which Histori- uh, but like well, mm, they've won five championships. Which the, the, that's the thing. They had the championships, but they're kind of far. Yeah. Few and far it's in between. Steelers and Penguins, yeah. and then fifty they, feet of crap. They're the yeah. ones, yeah. They're the ones that have the expectations. So you get a little bit of that break. Like if mm. the Steelers, like you know, barely make the playoffs, lose the first round, whatever. Then you move on to the Penguins, and you have that little hope. But then, the, if you're like, you get a decent break over the summer, where you're like, if you're like, okay, I like the Pirates, but like, I kind of already know what's gonna happen. Right. So yeah. you just you're already kind of looking towards football, but like Boston, like. The Red Sox lose. You're like, okay, Patriots. And then normally that would be like your savior. Yeah. But then now it's like, oh, God, now Patriots. Sox, they Patriots, lose. It's like, okay, Celts. Okay, let's go Bruins. Well, yeah. And then if they lose, it's like, okay, so like, and they all have the expectation of like, and now that they're like all coming back, like what Patriots are a little questionable, but still decent. What's crazy now is that the worst team, I think, in Boston might, well, yeah, but it might be the Patriots. No, I, I don't it's know definitely how. Definitely not the Patriots. We have the best defense. In terms of we have the best defense in the AFC. Well, how's your offense, dude? We're good next year. With Mac Bill Jones. I like Mac Jones, dude. Like Mac, Mac Jones, like yeah, it's his second year in the league. Your defense is gonna have to carry. I hope you realize that. Following, oh uh, no, we got Juju. Bailey we Zappi? got Juju Smith. We're a title. Uh, we're a title team. Oh, you got yeah. You got a WR two three three. Dude, like what was I gonna say? You if you told me that we got Juju, if you got if you told me we got Juju, like. Four years ago, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, that's that's yeah, formidable." Yeah, 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 four yeah. years ago, but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I guess it might be the Sox because they're pretty mediocre right now. That's talking Boston. They have a better future, I think, than the you? Patriots. Yeah, because we'll Patriots. Because Bill Belichick is only going to live so much longer in the NFL. It's not about uh, Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm going to retire. Bill Belichick is a terrible GM, but he's like his dog's a good time. GM. <laughs> yeah, well, Nike, Nike. 
But well, that is our what hour long now. Probably that's the, that's the record long. What's popping? Look at this. It's gonna go to thirty six minutes by the time we wrap it up. Um, but well, that, like we said, a little bit more unconventional, kind of just shooting the shooting shit. the shit. As you yeah. say. Come on over, shoot the shit. I'll tell you what. So that'll wrap up. Oh. What's popping? Uh, that was what was pop. That was what is popping. What was popping? That was what was popping. It's not popping anymore. It's not popping. Don't talk okay. about it. Don't talk about it. All right. So let's get to the main segment. Um, Which is well, it's it's like I said, it's kind of shooting shit. Uh, some suggestions Again. here written by Joel. We We're got college, some. life, graduation, U ninety two memories, etc. So Joel, since you wrote this down, I'll have you open. What are we talking about? Well, it's just uh, it's we've been talking about it a little in the past couple episodes, but just school coming to an end, I'm graduating. You guys are juniors. I'm a senior. Um, the walking. I will be graduating in August, and I will be walking here in like a week and a half. About May thirteenth. Time flies, man. Seems like just yesterday. Uh, you know all the cliches. They're cl- but. Even this is becoming a cliche now too. Like, oh, the cliches are cliches for a reason. Yeah. But it's very true. Like, it it flies by. Like, you you snap your fingers and it's gone. And I don't want to. I don't want to say like, well, the best years of your life, man. Like, that's another reason I've having I've been having a crisis. But, but they are. Because I'm like they are, but like, hmm. just the thought of like, thinking back, like that was it. That was the best time ever. Yeah, I don't want like, to think well, about that. But that isn't that like the whole like point of life is to like always just like do try to do more. Well, I think what's not like so as you get older, ideally you have more like security. Like you have a sure, job, yeah. you have like some savings, adult money. You have like some things you own. Like maybe you own a house or like he has some land or like so. But it's like more stressful. So it's not, and you have responsibilities. So in that sense, I do kind of understand people say like. Oh, this is the best years of your life, but it's not necessarily like the most like fun right. or like fulfilled you'll ever feel. I, I you just know, think I guess. Like, like, when am I ever gonna be able to just like open up a beer on like a Thursday? It, yeah, it's that. It's like you have the most. You had the most like reckless abandon. Can I make, lack of a yeah. better. Can term, I make I a stupid analogy? Yes, that you go guys ahead. are gonna make that's, fun of me of every okay. single thing I say. Just about life is kind of like a video game, man. How so? It gets uh, harder and harder every level. True. Year. true. Think about it. When you're true. a baby, you don't do anything, true. right? And then when you're it gets a harder kid, and harder, but then the better you feel about it, like the more you you'll be more confident. It. Yeah. But right. it gets harder and harder because when you get older, you start having more health problems, and you know you have to watch your weight more, and you, you have worry to about well, it's like what they say. Things. Yeah, youth you have is, to work. Youth yeah. is wasted on the young. Like yeah, right. you don't need any of that stuff when you're younger because you don't understand the world, right. and by the time you do, you can't. It's like the constant cycle. It's this. It's uh, Sisyphus with the ball. You know, as soon as yeah, it gets exactly. to the top, it's gonna roll right back down. Right. Yeah. I saw. I always thought that was interesting. Like, I. It's like it's like a video game, man. Like, it's a little bit harder. You might get more confident and be able yeah. to to succeed at the level, but you you know, like you level know eighty nine. You know the bugs. Yeah, but yeah. like level eighty nine, dude, you're not gonna be able to walk as well as you used to. Right. You know? Level like, eighty nine. Yeah. You no longer have walking ability. <laughs> right. Figure it out. You can't hear. You mistake your grandchildren. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Dark. it's 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 just um, it's funny I said eighty nine because my grandmother's eighty nine, turning ninety, and she kind of forgets who we are. Yeah, that's so a big one, but that's that's pretty funny. 
but I didn't um, mean to, I didn't mean to cut no, the trauma dump. My bad. No, thanks, thanks, Declan. Yeah, yeah thanks for get reminding out. me of my <laughs> <laughs> thanks for reminding me that get my out. grandparents get old, man. Yeah, really. yeah, no, no, you. but for real though, it's 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 weird how like it it it's like that, and you know, totally like, and but the other thing too that I was pointing out probably on a TikTok, I can't remember exactly, but that's where you know anything uh, worth knowing is found today, uh, but. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. wholeheartedly but uh <laughs> it was like you know speaking to like time flying and everything like that it's like time seems shorter because like it's a smaller and smaller fraction of your life yep and it's like it's so simple when you hear it but then actually like thinking about it and conceptualizing it is like it kind of is like mind-blowing because it's like right now i'm 22 and like i don't so know about you <laughs> no it's so funny we were playing that game the heads up game where like you have a person oh, uh, yeah. and like uh my I had Taylor Swift and my friends just kept they were like 22 22 and I was like I don't know my what age, that is my age my age jackal uh, jackal jackal have you seen the family guy <laughs> say the word what <laughs> I want to say who I want to say who yeah 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 what, what trucks is, is that another impression we just blocked Oh, those red fire trucks. Oh, uh, red, what, what color? Those red fire trucks. Good job. Correct, good Peter. Good job, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you Have do you a good Lois. Is, can you, um... Should I just talk like Peter Griffin whenever I move to Boston? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Show uh, What's going on, guys? Show uh, Is this a Dunkin' Donuts? I'm trying to get hired. You can say dunks. <laughs> you gotta say, is this a dunks? Dun- <laughs> dunks. Dunkies. 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 Oh, you're a dunkies Hi. guy? Dunkies. Dunkies mm. is what it's called. Dunkies. Yeah. But no, like I'm 22 years old, so a year is one twenty-second of my life, and so like when you're five and it's one fifth of your life, it feels way longer and like you have forever. But then now, now imagine that you're 89, like your grandma turning 90. Yep. That's one ninetieth of her entire life. Crazy. As a do, year. Do women live longer than men? Yes. I feel yeah, yeah generally. Because testosterone's worse for you than t- uh, estrogen. Ugh, gotta get me some estrogen. Gotta get rid of that test. Gotta get rid of that T, man. Yeah. No, I don't want to be like, a man anymore. Think about that. Like, the <laughs> ye- like years probably like <laughs> just don't even. <laughs> I don't want to be a boy. I don't want to be a man. <laughs> I want to be a superhero. <laughs> hey, we're good. Look at the the, the waves. Look okay. <laughs> One yeah. little thing. All right. We're creating we're art over yeah. here, people. Yeah, this is art. But this is yeah. modern art. Yeah. It's just crazy to think, like, you know, when time flies and you realize it and you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm like, I, I've been, ha- I have like these dilemmas at late at night. I'm like laying yeah. in bed. I'm like, I'm 21 years old. I have one year left of college, dude. Like, and it's like, that's like the brutality of it, too. Is It's stuff you always knew was going to happen. Like, I, ever since I was a kid, I knew one day I'm going to graduate college and have to, like, figure it out. And it's just, like, something I've been putting off and, like, putting right. off for so long. And now that's happening, it's like I'm scared to become a boring adult, dude. Like yeah. I want to be like fun. Like yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine with like not always having stuff to do, but like yeah. I want to ha- be an adult that like has fun and does cool stuff and, and like hangs out with friends. Like, the thing that gives me hope that like you know things will work out is like every group of college students has had this exact conversation. Yeah, definitely. And so like, but that's the thing People is like, and that's the thing out. I want to get out is like you know. If by chance there is a young high schooler listening to this or like something like that, right. like I doubt it, but you know, off chance, or I mean, hey, we got younger college students on here, so yeah, that works yeah. too. We got mm-hmm. shout out Roby. I know he's a freshman. He, he's I know he listens listening. pretty yeah. often, but 
it's not so much like you know you think you're different it's just like actually having to live through that and like face through it and like it's actually happening you can't deny it like you, there's no more putting it off that's like the part that's freaking you. it's not that like it's unexpected or anything like that you know it's gonna happen i think that's that's what makes it suck so hard yeah. is you know it's gonna happen there's nothing you can do about it but i mean you just gotta get older it's it you know and, and, and it, the cliches exist for a reason because I always used to like it started with high school, right? You know, mm-hmm. you're a freshman, you're a, like 14 years old, and you're like, well, I have four years left of high school, and then it's college, and then I'm an adult. You're like, that's so far away. Yeah, and then it, and now yeah. seven years later, I'm 21, and I'm like, dude, I have one year left of college. I don't think adulthood COVID. is on the precipice, dude. I don't mm-hmm. think COVID helped either. No, just, like dude. blurred together like well, two whole years. This year is Can when I, I really a- started feeling it. Like Can I, I. I or yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I just want to make a controversial take. I get nostalgic sometimes for COVID. Same. I do definitely like miss COVID. Yeah, like, I think like it, the first couple yeah. weeks just like waking up, hanging out with my family, like that was so much fun. And then just like, I don't know, just like looking back on the memory. It's important <laughs> to be honest about because it was, I mean, for the first part of it, it was like pretty chill. Like uh, the, we are very privileged to say this, you know, a lot of people. You know, it was there. Yeah. Saw their livelihoods go away. I don't want to yeah. say like I want to acknowledge that. Like we know we're not saying that didn't happen, but like for most of us, it yeah. was probably like you know just yeah, it's a bummer being at home and like I'd you like, got to do online classes. I went hiking with my dad, like you know, and like yeah, yeah. went golfing. Yeah, it was like that was like one of the things yeah. you could still do in yeah, West Virginia. No, yeah. Me, I, my friends, and I would go golfing. I definitely like I got better at playing guitar. Like I got yeah, better at I, surfing. I like, re like, I got back into guitar. Yeah, I, I put I it down. Started yeah. reading books. Like it definitely like gave me like. More hobbies because I, I had was, so much time. It was the hands. world's way of just stopping and taking a breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone just stopped and just focused on something maybe they never would have had the chance. I to. I mean, there are definitely like positives to, to like the whole like you know uh, what's it totally. called? What's it called when you have to trap yourself inside your house? Quarantine. Yeah, quarantine. Quarantine. No, I I think there were some positives. Yeah. Did it suck losing prom and graduation? A little bit. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, but. It's also the shared loss. Like, it's not just you that's going through right. all that stuff either. It's, you know, like, and that, I mean, and that doesn't make everybody feel better. No, I mean, it's it's something I'm never yeah. going to get back. And you should take time to either, but feel yeah. these things your own. Like, it's important to, you know, take these things and react to it your own way. But also, you know, like, I, I have a vivid memory of me and my friends sitting at, like, whatever, like, the lookout point. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, you know, everyone has that in their town. The right? spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what ours was literally called the spot. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. same. And so we were sitting there, and this is like right before COVID kind of got like <laughs> before it popped off, before it got really relevant and got clapped. Uh, yeah. Oh man, if there was a microphone on me the week before we left, I would, dude. I remember <laughs> being like, dude, is this gonna be like, like I was the like opposite. Like, I was like, dude, we're America. We yeah. always figure this shit out. Like, look at Ebola. No, that yeah. shit lasted like a week. My yeah. country, tis of like, thee. Like, you got patriotic Joel over here. It was just like, literally, no, America. That's also like my views on just. Or I want to get back to you, but that's another. Th- thing though like my views on many things just having that time to think mm. right. like period just but tech i want to get that sound like a no yeah story. no i just remember like sitting down with all my friends being like uh sorry i'm playing geometry dash right now. <laughs> Be, uh being like dude like you know this this could like be forever like what if like you know, what if like a couple of months, like there's just riots in the street, like the like Last of Us. You know, what if this is the zombie apocalypse? Oh, you got the riots right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, just also, cost. also people were ju- like, that's another thing. Is like people were just like kind of, I don't want to say they were bored, but people just like needed something to fill their time. 
And so like, I feel like a lot of people just like kind of well, did a lot of outlandish shit. It was like a combination not of saying, that. I'm not saying that the riots were like outlandish. Like I no, yeah, yeah, I'm, no. I'm with that. I, don't, so. we're not, I, I think we can voice your opinion. Say, voice your opinion. Do yeah. that. I yeah, can. I think sure. we can firmly say it's solved in the world that we are not. You know. Having an angle on really no we don't type yeah, of thing. yeah we're just yeah, talking no. about it here so yeah. I, I hope no one would you know but you know I just like take our opinions as Corona fact. yeah <laughs> we're also college students yeah we're, we're also edu- talking we're about how we don't know shit yeah, so we're like not educated if yeah. you listen to that but not anything else like uh, sorry that's your own fault college students sometimes are the least educated people <laughs> what would, if you had to give if you, to, if you had to give one piece of advice to a high school senior what would it be to about college about just life. About life, slow down. You're doing fine. To yeah. quote Vienna from yeah. jo- Billy Joel, Billy Joel. I, that would be my wor- my piece of advice. I sometimes think I have to do everything in a year, but you don't. Like no, you yeah. have so much time to just do stuff. You don't. Yeah. Like, if someone's ahead of you in life, that's okay. Yeah, dude. Don't cut. That I think that would kind of be what not mine would be like. Don't keep up with the Joneses. Like it's only going to drive you crazy. And don't like, like compete with people in your head. You are on your own journey in life. Mm-hmm. And like, it's you. You don't have to worry about. Oh, like I should be here. Like that's what I was worried about. Like, like you know, like I was worried about getting internships like over the summer and stuff. I was like, what if I don't get an internship? Exactly. Like, I'm. Like, I'm still kind of doing that. And also, like, that's another important thing. Is like it never ends. Like the people giving you advice, they're still also freaking out all the time. Like I, we're talked about this and like, you know, trying to give advice, but I'm still like losing my mind currently trying to think of like. I yeah. have to find a job. Like right. I have to, I if I'm going home this summer, I'm finishing my final classes, and then like after that, if I don't find a job, like I'm just one of those guys that's at home. And like nowadays, right. I feel like there's less stigma behind it, and like with the current economy, like a lot of people are doing that. Right. And no shame to that if that's what you're doing. Like it's but it's that stigma. It's like that that perception people have is like, oh, he went to school, and then he's just back at home, living in his mom's basement. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I don't want to do. And I don't, not that I think I'm at, you know, too much risk, but, you know, you can't think, you know, it's impossible either. But, yeah, my th- advice would be, like, yeah, don't keep up with the Joneses and, you know, just do your own thing. But also, I think, like, try, like, especially if you're going to college, um, if, you know, because, like, I did, I went with a lot of my friends from high school, and they're like, there's nothing wrong with that. It can really help with your adjustment, just having familiar faces around familiar Definitely. friends. Yep. But what I will say, is like don't let that like keep you in the same lane you are always in because like I think some of the my most like oh what's the word like impactful experiences of college and like the things I've learned from are like kind of getting outside of that and not that I like you know I don't like hanging out with my friends I still I mean we hang out every single day but right. like don't be like another cliche but like don't be afraid to try new things like if you have interest in something and you're thinking. Oh, like that would be cool, but like, what would people say? Or like, that's not really me. That's not my thing, dude. Nobody gives a shit. Mm. Just try it. Like, that's yeah. the beauty of college. Is like in high school, you have so many stigmas and exactly. Like, you know, you're yeah. judged by your peers. In college, it's different. And I'll tell and you, I, and, I, and I, that rings true. People get excited when you like are passionate about something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll tell you one thing too. When you get into job interviews, the last thing that you're gonna want to ha- have happen to you is someone asks you like, "Oh, okay, so." What was like a big your biggest struggle, or what was your biggest rewarding experience, or tell me about an experience you had doing something like this in college, and you have nothing. Like, yeah. if you're just like, yeah, I went to school, you know, went to my classes, right. like, 
that's leading to my other things, like trying things, is like get involved. Like, I would argue do the something. stuff you do outside of college is more important than your classes. Oh, in, totally. In a way, in a I way. think I think so. You got to do well. Depending enough, on what your major right? is, you got to do course, well too, enough. But like, of course, there's there's always caveats. But like, if but you're media and you're just going to class and just doing your projects, like, and no. you want to be like, I want to work for ESPN, like, good you luck. can't do that. Good luck. <laughs> like you know, like. Like, that's why I was like, I had to get involved with the radio and I had to get involved in the newspaper. I'm like, I got to create media and then doing this. Like, this is great. This, like, yeah, this, that's you know. like, it doesn't have to be like exactly like it doesn't have to be. I think that, that can sound intimidating to like a lot of high schoolers. Like if you would have said that to me, like you can't just do your classes. You got to do it like that. It seems intimidating, but it's really not like you. You have a lot more free time. The stuff is easier to do because you have an interest in it. Like, you have a desire to do it. And like, this you, podcast. I've wanted have, to do this for a long time. And then you have a couple of friends. You get together and you, you talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you meet new people from places you never expected. Right. Now, then you're moving there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's 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 crazy. Like, and, and honestly, you know, it's college is great for that. You know, it's just mm-hmm. discovering yourself. And, you know, you're a different person after college and you were in high school yeah. i mean you know you go back home to your high school friends I, at least for me because yeah. i know you're different because i know a lot of your friends go here but you go home and you you seem like a different person to everyone and everyone well, you know like that's, that's definitely that's, like that's a struggle coolest, that's the coolest part i feel like mm-hmm. yeah. going home and being like kind of like a new guy and everyone's like oh like but that that's definitely up? a struggle i would say of like coming with a big friend group is it's kind of harder to break out of that and like I feel like when I say like some of these things, I'm like trying to like make out my friends be bad. Like, no, like it's not like they're like, you know, peer pressuring me or anything like that. It's just when that's all, you know, and it's still with you, it it is a little harder to break that and like be a different person. But like, that's what college is all about. Like, don't be afraid to be someone different. You're not being like, okay, you you, like you're you're going to be cringy, but like (laughs) that's just going to happen. That's part of life. That's like uh, that's the biggest detriment, I think. Of with social media and like constantly being able to be recorded and have your picture FOMO. taken, like no. FOMO, and then like just being so so deathly afraid of you know being weird or like being embarrassed, and it's like, and I I'm sure we all struggle with that. Like Let I'm that not shit go, yeah, like, and like you got to do your best. Easier said than done. Trust me, I D- totally get it, dude. Like I I totally am worried about being judged and stuff. So like I'm not saying like I'm I I'm perfectly yeah, that, over that. But let that shit go is another yeah. piece of That's advice. That's the most, another, yeah, you put on another point, important part of advice is like, you know, also the person giving it to you, like they're not going to have it all figured out. I know no. I mentioned that a little bit, but, you know, no one has everything figured out. Nope. But and that's no. the beauty of life, man. But everyone, they can help you. Everyone has their, their issues and their struggles and their success. I mean, everyone's different. Like everyone has different, you know, good things and bad things about mm-hmm. them. And that's... You, that's cool, right? Like exactly, and like one another thing I've talked about with my mom a lot too is like what's kind of been invaluable about this experience, like as a whole, is like also learning what I don't want to do, what I don't want to be like. Right. I think I've learned more about that, like, like for example, like one of my classes, uh, like sport management I was in was for fundraising and like stuff, and I was like, it was cool to learn about. It's kind of interesting, but like I don't want to do that type of stuff at all. Like right. having to catalog like people's information, like. I, I shouldn't want to say I don't want to do that at all, but like numbers, stuff like that, or like accounting, or like just being in an office setting and having to like be presentable, really. Like, mm. and all this could be subject to, ta- to change. This could just be my college guy mentality for the moment. 10 but years like, later, he's like doing yeah, actuarial 10 years later, tables. See me. Like, Hi, I'm Joe Butcher. Nice to meet you. Here's my suit. <laughs> he's got his actuarial tables and stuff like that. Like, Does that have dairy? <laughs> I think I'll use my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm American. <laughs> 
I'll think I'll use my credit card. <laughs> Does this have dairy? I'm a nice guy. Can't you tell by my suit and my smell? <laughs> but, no, like, oh, what was I, what was I saying? Like, I, yeah, you learn, like, you know, I don't want to do that stuff. Like, I, and I think that's equally as important as learning what you do, like, is learning what you can't stand and how to avoid that. Yeah. But you also, you know, you sometimes you're college, just going to have to suck it up. Yeah, college is great for, like, figuring out who you are. But it's great for figuring out what you like and what you don't like. Are those new shoes, John? Um, yeah, they are pretty new. Yeah, Ooh, kinda, those are nice and nice, but yeah. icy white. Uh, College is nice, man. My, if you're a, a senior in high school listening, go. The white vans. Yeah. Go. Because, well, that's another point I kind of wanted to but get on is, like, with the way, like, at least, I, n- I know it's not the same, like, for everybody's, like, group or background or whatever, but, like, where I came, come from and, like, my friend group or social group, it seems like college is almost like the new high school, like, where... It's just kind huh. of a given you're going to go and then you go and you like just kind of go through the motions, figure it out. And then you get dropped off and like you're supposed to like college. Ideally, you should feel like super prepared and ready. Right. And like, you know what, you, what, where you're about to go. But I think a lot of kids now are like, it's sort of how high school used to be where like you're going and you're trying to figure out kind of what you want to do, but you're really just kind of getting stuff done, doing whatever, hanging out. If you're a senior And then when you're done, school, it's like. If you're a senior in high well, school and you like think you know what you want to do, like no, you don't. Like, like you have so much time. And that's okay, though. So too. much. Time. And yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's so fun, dude. Like I like dude, fail. I'm, I'm 21 years old. Like I got so much time ahead of me. Yeah. Yep. It's 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 so true. And and the adults that say that are 100 yeah. percent correct. I yeah. I choose even if they're annoying, yeah. dude. Like <laughs> I choose to listen to those adults more than the other ones that are like, dude, you're in your 20s. Don't worry about anything. And I'm like, I kind of want. I need, some, I, I need some. That sounds structure. a little. I need some structure, but well, but it yeah. makes me feel good to be like, dude. Well, because that's the other thing is like people like that. They'll be like, don't worry, and like they totally worried, and it saved their ass. It's like worrying yeah. saves your ass. Do worry, but like don't <laughs> like stay up don't, late at night sweating everything. Yeah, but like don't do that. Like don't make it your life. Like right. stress out enough so you can do well. Like because school is important. It's well, important to keep track of your that stuff. Motivation. I mean, that stress is motivation. Yes, but don't let it like right. consume worry your life. Yourself. You don't have to let that like. You don't have to be like well. There's no hope for me. <laughs> I can't do anything because I, I failed. Because I don't know what I want to do. It's like no man, just like get a few random jobs here and there, figure out what you like, meet some people, make some connections. Boom. Your twenties should be for exploring, as what I've heard. I'm 21. Yeah. I, I've yeah. just entered my twenties. But twenties are for learning. Thirties are for earning. Yep. Forties are for being depressed. Forties are for uh, being like. And that I love my f- yeah. my family. <laughs> it's stuff like that kind of almost gets me excited, like about yeah, being off right? in the world in my twenties. Yep. I think yeah. you should be. But it's 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 just hard because like if to be you're the best 20 years, years old, life. dude, like the, your friend, you like your friend. This is a good quote. Like the, your friend that uh, works at like Merrill Lynch or works at some banking job, like and like you know, like he thinks he's the man, and then like no one at Merrill Lynch respects him. You know, no. like yeah, yeah, like you no. know, like if someone is ahead of you in life and they're the same age as you, doesn't mean that they're getting the respect that you think they're getting. Maybe that yeah, maybe they're ahead, but like you know, it's all yeah. about taking your time to do your own thing. You can't rush for anybody else but yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's all about you and like be a narcissist well, dude, in the best way. Yeah. Especially in the like world we live in today where it, it, you know you're going to have to suffer and bust your ass in any field you want to go in. All right. You might as well make it something that you enjoy yeah. and that you like to do. I agree. Yep. And like don't go for the money, man. Yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot. We got what? Maybe tops 
150 years left of like you know in like you know reigned in civilization where like people aren't like going nuts or like we're not running out of resources and stuff <laughs> i've done the math on this uh <laughs> you we know, are scientists you i'm know. thinking like now like my kids' kids' lives will probably be so different than our lives. Oh, oh. yeah. So I, we should just, you know, you need to harness what you have and live every day like it's your last day because if you don't, then you're going to be 45 and you're going to be like, man, when I was 21 years old, I could have done this, but I didn't, you know. Yeah. You know, I make mistakes. Embrace well, like, uncomfortable situations. That's my piece of advice. It's like I always think of like that, that kind of pit in your stomach, that feeling – like when you realize something, like I kind of like maybe like you f- you forget you have a homework assignment or like right. basically you, like one of those realizations and like that feeling you get in your stomach where you're just kind of sick. Like I, I feel like okay, what what would be the worst feeling of that of like me being like fifty and thinking like oh like you know I was kind of stable but kind of just went through the motions right. did mu- did the whole thing and like yeah. I'm not like I worked so hard and I'm not really that happy or like fulfilled or whatever. Or, like, I get that same pit feeling in, like, my 20s or, like, 30s or something. Like, oh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, oh, oh, I just lost this job. Yeah. Or, like, oh, like, I don't think this is the right thing for me. Like, I think I'd rather have that pit in my feeling and have time left on the clock to, like, make up for it rather than be like, I got you. This is it. That was my life. Yeah. Like, having that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, being, having to look back on your life that isn't really even yours it's what you think you're supposed to do and then when that's all you've ever done you look back it's like oh my god yeah that's just depressing you just gotta do what you want man and i mean enjoy i think we've that's basically what we're saying like 50 times over but it's like it's so true but it is so true stress it because people will hear this and still be like oh i have to do this like don't it's important to say it multiple ways too because right well we all have different experiences in our lives and it's good to share our uh, our, our perspective or or yeah. or I mean I w- definitely like I would have had to have been pushed again but like I wish I would have had something like this for like to listen to coming out of my senior year yeah like, just to hear just to hear it from what someone that's well, graduating yeah like, getting like, to hear it from young 20 somethings is good and getting to hear it from adults is good too but hearing it from you know if like there's someone listening to this that's maybe a couple years behind us yeah you know that's that's not too it's that's very like close in our age you unique know. opportunity like i'll right. have this well this will be on tape like i'll always have this forever like i'm going through this right now yeah. as we speak like this is it's a great retrospect a very unique yep. op- yeah. like dude <laughs> it's gonna be so funny listening to this thing like 10 years from now right being like oh my god oh my god we were so scared and now we're the biggest voice actors on the planet that's crazy right it's like it's like now we're all famous like entourage but i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. Unless anybody else had any other big advice, life piece to add, I think we can kind of move on to our favorite subject. How long did we go on that? An hour. Okay, that's pretty oh, solid. Oh. No, that was like whatever. 25, like minutes. 25 minutes. We're at an hour. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I don't think we had too much for the college section. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Is that like the show? Oh. <laughs> no, I, I want to do uh, a little U92. got to wrap oh, it up. Oh, right, 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 right. But right. we can keep this pretty quick. Like, uh, this well, let's see. So it's a very rambling. It's like the life episode of Pardon My Take. Yeah, like, yeah. If you're in, you're in. If not, we understand. <laughs> well, um, I guess we should head into our final segment of the school year. Of and the season, final yeah. segment. Of the first season of, of Summer. The first last one in this studio. Oh, is, is summer going to be a season two? Or? Summer will be season two. Okay. Yeah. Se- season one well, A. <laughs> theori- like, theoretically, if we are ever 
all three of us going to be in Morgantown at some point this summer? Like, we could yeah, come I in here. In I mean, I'll be here a lot, place. so... I'll, I mean, I'm going to try to be here as well. I mean, all my most of my friends are still going to be here, so I'm going to try to come up on the weekends. Oh, and yeah, stuff, we got we to, gotta, like, hang out and go to, like, Pirates games and stuff, man. Totally, dude. I'm trying to go to Absolutely. some games. That's, that's oh, the one thing I've been trying to do more of is, like, going to games, going to concerts, going to shows. Go to entertain yourself, man. Absolutely. Going to going to see snail mail tomorrow night. Nice, Carly. That's pretty nice. Cool. It's gonna be fun. So, but yes. What is our topic for the final segment? We'll find out in a few seconds. But first, it is time for Master Debater. Today, our topic... Well, here, Jonathan, you have the outline in front of you. I'll let you uh, introduce it. I have the the Bible here. Prestigious handwritten paper outline. Uh, I have the Bible of uh, solving the world right in front of me here. <laughs> solving the world Bible. Um, today's master debate... It's not really a debate. It's more... None of these have f- ever really been <laughs> debate. No, actually, the the, be- the tough sport one was the toughest oh, yeah, sport. Okay, that was yeah. a debate. Yeah, that was a debate. Um, but this one is more just another retrospect. We're, we're getting nostalgic here on solving the world. It's the best U92 moment yeah, that we've had like so far. Joel, this is your last year. This, is, this Declan right here and I will have another year. But one of my last 90 U92. Oh, also, yeah, we have to give our flowers Declan. Yes, the congratulations. Director. Thank you. I'm just a production guy. I just like producing. He's a things. producer. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's on our show. He's getting paid the big bucks. We just signed him to a five-year, $250 million contract. So, How much are you guys getting? I get six years, three hundred. Uh, we'll do it. Like, we'll do it like, uh, like part of my take. Like, I make a hundred dollars an episode. Joel <laughs> yeah. makes one more dollar than me. I make a hundred dollars per minute recorded. So, yeah. So. Um, this Master. is gonna be my. St- I'm gonna. This is gonna be my story, of college freshman year, start to finish. Here we go. But uh, no. Uh, so favorite, or have we we've introduced a favorite U ninety two moment. I don't. I I guess I didn't really think about this, but I think, <laughs> but also pretty easy yeah. i think me and you can both agree on what but mine uh was definitely g- getting to call uh the game in pnc park yeah 100%. very recent one so recency bias but like also 100 oh, percent the best that was one of the moments in my life like we talked about like okay exactly what we're talking about like keeping up with the joneses and how like i'm always seeing like other people involved in media like student media or athletics or just people i know and they're doing all these cool things. Like I had a buddy that like he was in sport management and he uh, was like got to lower and raise the net behind the goalpost for football uh, games or yeah, like knowing yeah. people. And like you see stuff like that. And it's like and like we said, like it's very hard to see stuff and be like and not be not think like, oh, I should be doing that or oh, like I need to be doing stuff like that. And if you're not, it's just it's a hard thing to get over. So like finally like you know being involved with something like student media where and then you're something that involves kind of like your reputation and your work ethic like you know being chosen to be a part of that crew and then just getting the access to be in the in the booth in a major league stadium it's arguably crazy. the best major league stadium in the nation well the world i can say that yeah uh, i guess baseball, i mean it's yeah. <laughs> there's only major league baseball in one country right there's well, professional baseball in other countries yeah well okay th- it's in canada japan it's in canada but that's you're talking about MLB specifically. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. MLB. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, but PNC Park, that was one of the moments where I was actually able to step back and be like, "This is an accomplishment that you need to yeah. like, pat, like give yourself your props, like you know, 
don't don't go overboard. Don't like you know, right? But completely. But you know, that was one moment where I was able to t- kind of take a step back and be like, this is a really cool accomplishment mm-hmm. that not like that was one of the ones where I was thinking like I might like I'm the only person like in my neighborhood or something that's probably <laughs> been yeah. up in there and like I my dad that's what it was my dad said that when I was texting him about it and like that's thinking about stuff like that I was like wow like yeah like this is actually kind of big time so I'm gonna agree with you that was my moment as well um and I and we were talking about how we you know taking a step back I remember a cool thing that a girl said to me so I used to do theater in high school and before every show we would all the whole cast my brother did it's fun it was fun dude that's one of the things I missed from high school I did it when I was in elementary school and just never got back to it yeah it's it was fun like it's one of my fondest memories in life honestly so anyways before shows we would gather in a circle and the seniors would speak and um you know they would say something inspirational they would reflect on their four years or however long they've done the 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 musical and um one girl said like she would go on stage and like take a picture in her head of like a moment and i think that's no that kind of works like yeah. i've yeah and i think um doing the pnc thing was one of those moments for sure i can like when i'm thinking about it i can see that entire booth yep. like cuz i just walked around looking at so many things taking pic- like literal pictures and mental yep. pictures like no but taking those mental pictures man is important and i remember she said that in front of all of us and I just it kind of always stuck with me I actually dated that girl um wonder if she has a couple of mental pictures of Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> but um no but seriously she made a great point just how to like remember things like yeah you can take pictures but having that mental image in your head of remembering special moments and it, it does work too yeah. like if you take the second to be like okay I'm remembering this and like you just kind of sit back a little like yeah, it works I, I, I think it's um, kind of weird how that works but like it does yeah, I I just think that that's so like such a like a awesome thing to do just to so you can reflect back on it and just to take a picture in your mind of being at PNC Park. It's one of my it's my favorite ballpark. I've been to. I 18. mean, mine's Fenway, but like it's very it's as you say it's one A one B. Like it's I yeah. don't really have a clear number one. I like Fenway because of the history, but in terms of like what PNC did for ballpark design and right. how optimized it is, is. So I've been to eighteen ballparks, so I have a good. So yeah. I, I can talk. That's got to be one of our big like episodes. I want to. I've said that like three times now. I want to dive into that, but yeah, you know, we got to do. But um, yeah, no, I I just think it when it, whatever you're doing in life, you're doing something special in life. I feel like wait, it's such a phil- philosophical episode here. Yeah, but that's um, okay, man. <laughs> um, whenever you're like doing something special in life, take that mental picture, enjoy it. Just like sit somewhere at the event you're at. So if for me it was PNC Park, just like sit there. Take it in. Don't talk to anybody. Just sit in thought and just say, wow, like I'm getting to do this like with like here with my friends and I'm in like what a life accomplishment. And okay, another thing I want to point out, too, is like uh, this is another thing where I think someone listening could hear that and be like, oh, that's great and everything. But I'm sure you had to just do the impossible to get there. And it's like, no, no. If you uh, it was it difficult, like did it take hard work to get to that point? Yes. Mm -hmm. But if you genuinely care about doing something right, it's easy. So, like, I always think about certain things at this at station, like accomplishments, and I'm like, yeah, like that was cool, but like, I don't know, it just it didn't seem like it was easy, or like, it seemed kind of easy to get there. Like, it didn't seem like, but I think that's I'm so like used to like a sports thing where things are very physical and like are difficult in that sense. But like, 
what we do is difficult. Like it takes a lot of prep, a lot of knowledge, uh, just performance ability. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's like it's like performing. It, it's performance. Like but, it's it's putting on a show. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's not like. Like as someone who does it, it doesn't seem like oh this is some impossible thing. Like it, it you're gonna have to prep for a few hours, you're gonna have to maybe practice some things, but like, it's possible, and that's yeah. a uh, I want to point that out too. Like it's not like you know everything that's cool to do is gonna be impossible because I think that's a thought I have I, a lot of the oh, time. Oh, hundred percent. I've like, been so overwhelmed by certain things and like oh I can never do this. Like I can never call a baseball game at Mon County Ballpark or whatever, or do pregame at PNC yeah. Park or what. And then and you whatnot. do it and you're like oh yeah like I can okay. do this. Yeah. Like, I and, and and the same thing goes for for shows and. It's possible, man. You just yeah, have to. Exactly. You have first of all, you have to want to do it. Yeah, you, you have, have to care. Be able to sit down and, and do notes and whatever, and and, and practice and, and get better and do stuff. Do the dirty work. Like you have mm-hmm. to start off doing smaller stuff, and and you just practice and get better, and you get comfortable on the microphone, and then you just sort of do it. And one day you just are like, you know what? I think I can do this. And you might be nervous, and you might maybe lack confidence at times, but then you do it, and you're like, you know what? I loved it, and all the work mm-hmm. I did was totally worth it. Totally, totally. What uh, that's before we move on to Declan, I think you also point out another cool thing. Um, it's important to try to realize a piece of advice. I know this is master debaters, but <laughs> short uh, advice part. But like you mentioned, you were in theater. Yep. And you're also clearly like a huge sports guy. Yep. And I think that's all. Also, another important thing to try and realize is like trying to figure out who you are and what you want to do is like. Find like what makes you different and like what makes you stand out because that's a very different thing to be in high school theater and also like not that you can't like the clearly thing you is can't, but int- like to be as interested and knowledgeable on sports and also have that performance background kind of like like I played sports all through high school and like uh w- like played football multiple sports but then now I'm on more media stuff more right. performance stuff and I think you know that's something important too is like realize what makes you special and different, like where your skills can apply differently. But yeah, just yeah. sidetrack. No, having that theater experience has definitely helped, you know, with vocal. I know I do all the voices. But did, yeah, you can hear, I was going to say, if you <laughs> listen to this show frequently, like, you know, like uh, that's a performance aspect. Of right. Thing. Like, you know, doing theater and learning how to talk and do the diction and, you know, uh, it's funny because like I mumble sometimes when I talk and my mom gives me so much crap. Like I'll be talking to her. I'll be like, this is uh, St. Mike. But, yeah, I'll hop on the mic and I'll just turn into a different person almost. Like I'll be very yeah, like, pronounce everything. So that's what I learned from theater is pr- pronunciation and, and diction and being able to like turn it on. Right, yeah. and you know, obviously the crazy voice is kind of something I've always yeah, had. that's just that's something yeah. I've always had. I don't know where I got it from. My mom was an actress. Me either. My mom was an actress, but she doesn't do voices. I mean, she can. She's a phenomenal singer. I just, but it was always something like on YouTube and stuff that I thought was so fascinating. When you'd see yeah. the guys that can do like fifty something characters and they're it's just crazy. going back and forth. But yeah, like find, like a great example as well. Like there's this TikTok I saw. It was behind the scenes from that uh, Lakers HBO documentary they were filming, and it was a cameraman. They was they were filming the basketball scenes, but he had his camera like the big uh, like studio camera on his shoulder, but he was rollerblading up and down the court <laughs> to film it. And I'm like, that's exactly what I mean. Like, that guy really, like, I'm going to assume, I don't want to, you know, but the story I like to tell myself is that guy, like, grew up, loved rollerblading. Like, he's a pretty good rollerblader. Obviously knew, like, you know, that's not going to be his main thing, but kind of kept up the skill, always bladed. And then he 
has this new passion in camera and film, and now he's the only guy that can knows how to work that camera and can blade that smoothly up right. and down the court. Yeah. And it's like, exactly. Like, you never know. It's, so it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Find it, out where your differences can benefit you. Yeah. I mean, just use your skills. You know, hang on to your skills if you can. Mm-hmm. You never know. what It's like learning a second language, right? Like if you, totally. if you know Spanish, right, and you live somewhere with a high Spanish-speaking population, you're going to be more likely to be hired. Yeah. Than someone that just speaks English. Oh, it's like, so, yeah, especially like down in Florida. And I, right. I hear about Texas, that like yeah. a lot of places. Yeah, mm-hmm. Florida, Texas, like any of those southern the thing states. Is, so the interesting thing is this is completely off topic, but there is no official language in the United States. Yes. I feel like not enough people know that. It's not English. Yeah. We no. just choose to speak English. Like It's like, I don't, I don't even know if you could say majority anymore. It's close. As Spanish is going to pass, I think, in 2050 or something. I think there'll be more Spanish. I mean... More people speak English, but more people will speak well, their Spanish first, than don't. Their first language? Is that how they... I don't know. I think whatever. it's more people will speak Spanish than don't speak Spanish in like that 2050. It doesn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, what I'm saying is hang on to your skills if you can, and you never know when you'll use them. So, you know, if you can speak Spanish, speak Spanish. Yeah. Like, you know, hang on to it. I mean... Because that's... I mean, but that's how you truly benefit like a, a service in... Or, Industry, I guess, is mainly the word I'm looking for. Like, yep, is how can you, how can your differences help them? And you, like your different personality, your different perspective and stuff. But Declan, uh, we can move. Do you have a favorite U92 memory? Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. Kind probably. Of. Um, well, I mean, me and you guys, obviously. Totally. I mean, uh, I was gonna say, like, in terms of like, like accomplishments, it was PNC, but like. Good oh. to meet you guys. Do this podcast. This has been and, like, a blast. Just making new friends and yeah. different friends has also. This has been fantastic. I mean, it's um, been amazing. We'll, talk, we'll have to reflect. But yeah, what's there. like? I don't know. I don't really have a favorite moment, but I just enjoy all of it. I think maybe the one moment that I remember being like, I really enjoyed doing this was last semester. I had a band in the studio uh, for my hot soup show, United Two exclusive Mondays six to eight. Um, <laughs> No free ads, but free ad. Um, yeah, I had a band in the studio. I just remember being like, this is something like completely unique and different that like I do. And like I remember putting that in my resume, like that I work at the radio station, and that just like brought up so many questions and like interviews and stuff. And oh, it's yeah. It's like so different from like anything that anyone else does. So like, yeah. And like my parents are like, how did you get involved with this? Like everyone like I talked to is like, how did you get involved with this? And I'm I'm just like I just emailed them, <laughs> like yeah, you, like you were saying earlier, like like people like are just like so afraid to like actually like follow like oh I can't do this like it's so like I this is like I I uh, got IMDb Pro and I started calling a bunch of movie studios and like we were like me and my roommate were like one phone call away from talking to like Bob Odenkirk's assistant and like <laughs> talking to like Owen Wilson's assistant like on the phone wow and it's just like oh, these people are so easy to reach they're like, accessible it's ex- possible yeah like they're so yeah. like s- like you know things that you think are so crazy like they're like so obtainable and impossible it's just like you got to have the stones to be like you know be able to like see past it yeah like what like who cares like what are they going to do arrest me like you know you have to be able to think of things like logically and critically uh, like like those industries they put such a big like bubble and defense around those things because like, like they want it to seem sort of impossible in a it's way. It's like the stock market if like not, they, like they want to make it know. seem like complicated because they want you to think that only they can do it. Yeah, but really it's not like that. Not if you're just like, nope. Like it's just that mentality of like, well, I bet this guy has an email or a phone number or something. No, yeah, it's got to be somewhere. But yeah, no, just they're I guess, just people, man. Like doing just something. Exactly. My favorite part about United Two is like doing something like unique that like a lot of kids don't usually do. Yeah. I think that kind of reminds me of something like 
how you said like taking that mental mental picture. I try to judge like moment try to judge moments that like I think are cool like okay like would how how cool would it be like looking at this like a picture of this moment 20 years from now. Right. And like something that like that sick. with like when you're sitting in, that's that helps me like sort of appreciate moments for what they are and like put them into perspective amongst other things cuz I I just love looking at old pictures like that just mm-hmm. I I've always loved that like looking through my mom's like scrapbook photos yeah. and looking through like picture collections of just anything really i've just always loved doing that and so like like that moment right there if you if you saw that picture in like 10 15 years you'd be like oh that was like so dope man like getting my first band in the studio like that was just such a cool moment and so that's helped me be able to judge moments like even simple things like last night i was hanging we were just hanging out with my friends uh indulging in the beverage a little bit celebrating (laughs) uh my friend dylan getting into med school but like, it's a big accomplishment. Yeah, for real. Shout out. Great. Yeah. He was you, he was Dylan. getting worried there for a second. They almost hosed him because he's such a good student, like such a grinder, and they mm-hmm. like pushed him out to the last second. Basically, oh. like I'm pretty sure he was like he was supposed to be here by the end of May, and like obviously yesterday was like April or or the end of April, and yesterday was like what like May third, May second. Yeah. So like they really like had him on edge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, congratulations to him. Good so we were him. celebrating. That's a great accomplishment. Kind of. I mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't ever. That's like one of those things that I th- I've learned. Uh, that's just not me. That's just not <laughs> my thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was about seven or eight years, eight years old. I was like, I'm not gonna be a doctor. <laughs> like, oh, no, n- no thanks. I, I respect the hell out of people that are. I mean, just the brilliance and the and the mental fortuity it takes. Well, that's Fortitude, a, I should another say, piece of advice is like if you're just one of those people that it's like, I'll probably just be a doctor or a lawyer, but you've never actually thought about yourself doing it. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, just oh my God, please think, like, try to have some self-awareness, please, because you will be miserable. Unless you love it. If you yeah. love if, it, yeah, then yeah. that's different. If you love it, if you, if you yeah. get it and you're like, okay, this is actually way harder, but it's still interesting, then obviously do it. But like, I just felt, I've ran into, and I know so many people that were like, yeah, I don't know. I'll just go into like engineering or I'll just be <laughs> doctor uh, or uh, like you sure about that? <laughs> like so many engineering. Are you especially. sure about that? Because engi- like I have friends that are in it that are doing well. That like like my friend Jake. Like he's about to. He's got a year left, and he's doing well. He's been getting good internships. But even he like still really struggles in some of the classes. And sure. Like, you know, not to you know pile on Jake, but like I think most people in engineering would uh, echo his sentiment that like like C's in those classes are like very impressive. Like mm-hmm. hardly anyone is getting A's in any of these classes, especially oh, yeah. like the higher level. So like yeah, if 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 you're just like thinking about bouncing into one of those things and you never thought about actually doing it, you might be in for a rude awakening. But uh, well, I think I think that's gonna do it for this episode, final episode of season one. I guess that's how we're saying it now. Um, uh, but geez. I, I listen. I, I want to say thank you to you guys. It's yeah. been a yes. pleasure. Thank you to you it's been for awesome. inviting me into the world. Well, I didn't want you here, but that's okay. <laughs> no. Giving me my well, six million dollar contract. Yeah, no, it was, but it was funny though that day we met when you were asking me like, "You guys have a, you guys have like a producer? Like, yeah. let me be the producer." And I, like, it was that moment when I was like, "Oh yeah, I have like no idea how to really do yeah, that." Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, like, I texted. I was like, "Hey, do you care if like this guy Declan like you're like, yeah, I have no idea either." And I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, that no, I And Declan and I had been meaning to hang out two it, semesters it's, ago. It's funny when I I remember when me and John were in like the first Zoom meeting for the radio station together. Yeah. And John was like, "Oh, you're a Red Sox fan?" I was like, "Yeah." And we started <laughs> talking, and uh, Alex, Alex, our manager, he was like, uh, "All right, guys, like you guys can do this another time. Like, <laughs> like, like, like we we need to get through this." Yeah. 
No, and then we were supposed to hang out. And no, just it's just funny how it worked out. Though. And it Things finally like worked out. Yeah. Falling into place. Well, yeah. just like, like meeting you guys and like how like my girlfriend Carla and I, we know we want to move to a city, and then like that shift like it was New York and then it shifted to Boston, Boston. and I met you guys like yeah. then I had no Boston idea I was like what am I gonna do like Pretty meet so. you guys have some connections like it's just, yeah, it works things well. fell into place like very very nice things very worked weird. out I mean it, 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 they really did and it's just awesome to do this podcast with you guys so many good memories from this um, I hope this isn't the end. Like, I really hope we do stuff over the summer. Like, you know, just a couple at least. Like, you know, and then we can have more fun with it too. Yeah, I, I, I think you know, it, this has been great. I think it's cool. I, I love sports, but it's great to talk about other stuff mm-hmm. too because I have other interests. And and being able to you know shoot the shit with you guys, like we're different people. We have similarities, but it's cool. Like, you, we all have different perspectives on things, and it's it's really yeah. cool to share that with each other and with listeners so and i hope people enjoy it yeah uh, i hope they listen enjoy listening to my sixty-seven thousand different <laughs> voices that i do um and, and joel's musings and, and declan's so i think um yes. <laughs> yes yes but um that's it i mean i'm jonathan hamilton i am joel butcher and if she's a declan thumb <laughs> saying good night or whatever it is wherever you may be this go f yourself morgantown <laughs> this is Ben, this is the Solving the Ron World Burgundy. podcast. Goodbye.